0: Welcome back to Microfamous, everybody. We've got a very special guest, Bob Wagneris. Here's from Feed Stories, the founder. Uh, runs a couple of other companies as well. He's coaching high school basketball. He's networking. He's <laughs> doing things. He's flying over the place. I don't know what we're doing. We're, we're very lucky to have him. Uh, also uh, close with Perry Marshall, who's a hero of mine. Um, I've talked about Perry's book, 80-20 Sales and Marketing, uh, probably, probably quite a few times, even more than I should on, on this show. But um, So Bob is the author of five books, The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Ads being the latest, which sold out of Amazon on the very, first day, which is a super impressive accomplishment. (laughs) Uh, It's one thing to like debut at number one on Amazon in like, you know, chemical engineering, or, you know, (laughs) high altitude knitting or something like that. Uh, It's a quite another when you actually uh, dominate a legit category and sell out of your books on the first day. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your company feed stories and just video marketing and the role that video marketing has, especially like platform agnostic. We talked a little bit about that before we hit record. Um, But first question for you is just when you meet somebody in this coaching consulting world that we all run in, how do you describe what you do? We
1: we solve the two biggest problems that coaches and consultants have in in terms of getting like video out there. It's what do I say when the camera turns on, and then what do I do with it when it's done? Like that's what we help solve. So um, yeah. it's really easy to create video when you have a process, and then also it's easy to promote it and get it out there when you have a system. So we, we can we can dive into those things
0: today. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and just the give us the brief. Um, Kind of how you got into that? What attracted you to doing video for for that sort of crowd, and and why do you why do you, why are you excited about it? Yeah. So the ironic thing is, like, I wouldn't consider myself a video
1: person at all. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a direct marketing like junkie. I, I've been in direct mm-hmm. marketing for 22, 23 years. The calendar flip, and. Um, I've always been known and done pay-per-click advertising. So I started on goto.com and then Overture, and then it was Yahoo. Then I shifted to Google Ads. And then 2013, I shifted to Facebook Ads, which to me was like amazing because I'm more of a story person. Like I really get involved in people's stories. And so Facebook advertising was really cool is that you could use like copy
0: and, and use imagery to like convince people right. so as was opposed really to cool. like the pay-per-click ad which is like three right. lines you're in you're out you got it like right. every every word every letter every space counts
1: yeah right what what i don't like about pay-per-click is the science angle of it i like the creative angle of it okay, oh, okay. so um I I got in on Facebook early, and I had a number of clients that I work with. I had one client that did amazing. Uh, it was a company called Boulder Band Headbands, and it was started by uh, a woman named Amy Kraus, and her husband was the president of the company. They they developed a headband that ended up selling eight figures in 2014. They were the Shopify Retailer of the Year, like Shopify Clothing Retailer of the Year, which was amazing. Right. Um and we did that all with Facebook ads. It was Amy, JD, me, and one other person when we started. And we grew that Facebook page to well over a million followers and created this amazing lifestyle brand. Well, out of that, in 2016, Facebook invited me and about 99 other uh, advertisers to their headquarters in Austin, 2016. And like the premise was, we're going to get ready for holiday 2016. Like, Fantastic. All I heard of that meeting was what Facebook was doing, and it was video. Like, the vice president of the newsfeed got up in front of us and said, we are a video company now. What you are going to see in the next few years is us emphasizing video, prioritizing video. You're going to see video products. You're going to see better performance from video ads. And -hmm. it was like, video, video, video. Like I think we talked offline, like, I'm always looking to what's next. Like right. I knew like, oh my goodness, like yeah. the one of the biggest platforms in the world is basically saying we are getting into video. So I went outside at lunch. I got on the sidewalk. I was standing on the sidewalk outside of headquarters. I got on the phone, talked to my friend who is now my business partner Brandon Boyd and said, "Brandon, this is what I just heard, like we need to be into video." Now, he was the perfect person to partner with because he's a graphic person and a copywriter. And mm-hmm. we have a process that we used to use to interview clients to help them like write copy. Well, yeah. we just took that process and interview them now to create video. So we, we essentially started feed stories from the sidewalk uh, <laughs> outside of uh, Facebook headquarters in 2016, and we haven't looked back since.
0: And that's crazy. Uh, and we talked a little bit about video being platform agnostic. How important? How yeah. much do you think about that? Do you care? Or is it just something that um, uh, is transitory? Oh. Do you think there's going to be another platform that will just kind of replace how important Facebook ads were there for a while? Well, look, it. The,
1: the company started, you know, FeedStory started with the premise of like, we're creating video for Facebook. And that's where mm-hmm. people were moving all their money to. Yeah. But what we've been kind of beating the drum with the last 18 months is video is platform agnostic. Because what we're acknowledging is that you know, for some people, Facebook ads are not cost effective anymore. And the, the cost of acquiring a customer and communicating with their customer or even finding their customer is is like lower on Facebook than it would be on another media. So what we like to say is video is platform agnostic. You might be somebody that gets all your clients off of LinkedIn. Well, video is very important on LinkedIn. There's LinkedIn Live and there's, you know, they have Mm -hmm. their own newsfeed, right? Very important. We have a lot of clients that do heavy email marketing. You know, they're renting email lists or they're curating lists, they're generating leads and they're having a relationship with their their list via email. Well, you can use video and email. You can drive them from email to landing pages. Um, We've had clients use it with direct mail postcards. Like there's a link on the postcard, drives into a page, here's a video. Um, YouTube channel. You know, TikTok channels, like video is just everywhere. So whether you are a YouTube person, or a Facebook person, or a LinkedIn person, or whatever, like video is is the way to communicate. And the whole reason, Matt, is like we carry video cameras around in our pocket. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the way we have to in
0: 10 years, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, that, this is yeah. the way we absorb content. We watch our content. We don't read our content. Yeah. Um, and so this is this is what the platforms are providing us. It's the way that our prospects are consuming information. So, you know, we want to be there in the format that they expect. So, you know, mm-hmm. video is the current way. Now, you know, maybe maybe VR replaces it, you know, right. in, in yeah. 10 years, you know, when it's adopted. But like, I don't see video being something that I have to worry about, um, you know, like
0: becoming obsolete at least in terms of my career (laughs) no no i can't imagine that no and probably what will change even if we go to vr or something like that is you'll just have to upgrade the equipment you shoot the video on because it'll still be video just be like more immersive video video? yeah okay right all right so i want to throw something at you that i that may be a curveball um but it's been on my mind lately because somebody sent me sam ovens video where he basically said like hey i'm re-emerging here's what i'm doing with the business did you catch that video no i haven't okay Herbal. So he basically, like just, yeah, he basically just says, like, hey, we are up to thirty million in revenue. I was probably spending ten million of that on ads. So he's probably doing everything. He's spending thirty grand a day, He said on like Facebook ads or something. Um, okay. And then uh, he basically said, "Look, I cut all that stuff out. I'm dialing it back to two things, YouTube video and a blog. He said, and we're down to eight million revenues, like we're making more profit than we ever did when yeah. we were hitting those insane numbers." Uh, how much of that are you seeing out there of people pulling back on things like Facebook ads? And uh, is it just our imagination that lead costs are going up and that's getting more difficult? Or is that reality? Just give me your opinion on um, on those types of things that you're seeing.
1: The reality is ad costs are going up. The cost of advertising on the networks continues to go up because they are a publicly traded company and they are um, they are responsible to their shareholders. Mm-hmm. So if advertisers are not spending as much, they're going to continue to meet their numbers because they can control the dial. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But we are absolutely seeing a resurgence of people focusing on organic content. I'm not talking SEO, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, we're going to trick the search engines. What I'm seeing is a genuine uh, emergence of people that are leaning towards creating really solid, informative, educational, entertainment, entertainment, type video that is going out and connecting with their prospects. So, you know, I'm part of a, a business called find my, find my way and our whole platform is directed to consumers that have gotten kicked out of um, like rocket mortgage, Quicken mortgage. Like they don't have a perfect credit score. You know, like we, we target our, our basis is we're, we're providing content. Oh, tools. Credit like, improvement. Yeah. Well, Think about or this. Maybe like financial unless you have life a perf- and score improvement. Yeah. If you're going to get a mortgage and you don't have a really good credit and, and a W 2 yeah. or a couple W 2s in your household, you get kicked out of their system.
0: Yeah. Because no, that makes you're sense. Not in- Yeah, you don't fit that narrow little band of who they can package and resell the mortgage to, right? Correct,
1: correct. They
0: they basically run you through a call center run
1: by twenty two year olds. So (laughs) there's this whole there's this whole void in the marketplace for people that have student loans, Mm -hmm. maybe they're entrepreneurs and don't get a W two, they're veterans with you know different different things like that. So we have content that's all geared towards people that have less than perfect situations and they are getting, they still have the desire to get into a home. So we, we put content out there. Now, our model is that we have experts from around the country who want to reach these people. We've created a place for these experts to gather. So instead of having 20 people all having their own websites and own YouTube channels, we've created a media place where 20 could come together and we can have more mass. And mm-hmm. they're each creating content for uh, our YouTube channel. We're posting on our website, we're writing articles And we're driving in, not with paid traffic, but we're driving in people who are out there searching for uh, answers to their questions. And so they're coming across our experts' videos. So you know, if you're in Idaho and you read an article, you're going to find that there's an expert in Idaho that can help you get your question answered. And Mm -hmm. it's legit. I mean, you should see the questions we get. They're just genuine, real questions from consumers who want to get into a home. So what i'm saying is okay. is that people are out there hungry to get their questions answered and a youtube uh, a youtube channel Uh, A website with good articles and blog content is absolutely what Google loves to serve. So where do people go when they ask questions? They go to Google, right? They're on their phone, they're on their desktop, it doesn't matter. Like we are seeing in so many industries where people are refocusing the fact that it's not about me just like putting a show out there and it's like, we're going to throw a bunch of money at the problem. We are actually going to put out good content that actually serves the public that serves my market. And they're drawing people in instead of like pulling them in. You know what I mean? It's yeah. drawing them in, inviting them in versus yaking them yeah. by the collar and, and pulling them in. And it's, it's, and you yeah, think did it's a whole it's episode a great,
0: about that the other day. Yeah. There's like the oh, difference between push and pull.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is a great service to the marketplace when you contribute to the conversation with genuine content. Content marketing is is really one of the most effective ways that we are seeing um, people build their platforms and bring in people that are like, it's not even a conversation of like, I need to sell you on working with me. Like you've already come to that mm-hmm. conclusion because you've watched all my content for so long. I may have no idea who you are. I mean, We did a workshop the other night on how to get video done. It's how to sell anything with video. And like half of the people that were in the workshop were people I've never heard of, but they've like read my book. They've watched our videos. Like they've been following our emails. Like, so, you know, this is proof, like I've proven mm-hmm. it to myself and our clients yeah. are proven it to themselves that content is what draws people in. You know, we, we're hungry for experts. We just want somebody that can help us. And, you know, content marketing is the way to go.
0: It's it's interesting and it's really good to hear. Um, there's a couple of um, follow-up questions I have be- just from dealing with the coaching and consulting space, there's 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 certain coaches and consultants that operate in areas where the search traffic is relatively easy to find. In other words, mm-hmm. you know, like there's specific situations like you mentioned with find my way home, where it's like they there's a catalyst event that happens and they yes. go, Holy crap, I gotta go figure out an answer to this, and they go to YouTube, they go to Google, bam, you can put right. your video content in front. Um, What do you do with somebody who has that? They sell something that's more of like an evergreen problem. Life coaches fall into this category. A lot of business coaches fall into this category unless they're dealing with like very, very niche things like scaling at a very particular level. Um, Performance coaches, sales trainers, things like that, where theoretically the need is always there like yeah there's always there's always some random catalyst of why people reach out at a certain time but like you know the drill most coaching coaching consulting is sold from stage and um you know you, you have to get people emotionally there in order to get them to like take that step and give them a catalyst um how do you recommend that those people go step into the arena of video and put something out there that people genuinely care about even when the people don't necessarily know to go looking for you or how how to put in the right search traffic that they would maybe stumble across you? Because, right, I mean, you're talking about life coaches are dealing with psychological problems, business coaches are dealing with general sales problems. There's a lot of content out there. How do you as a coach um, step into that environment?
1: Well, in my opinion, Matt, it still comes down to people getting to a point where they know they need somebody and they're going to go on a journey. Now, there, there are opportunities for you to create a following, and somebody's going to go. You know, what? I might need that someday. And if you're putting out content that's reasonable and consistent, and like I said, entertaining, informative, you know, it it does something for them. Like, you know, I may need Matt someday, and I'm just going to follow this channel, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read what he tweets, and I'm going to follow him on Facebook, and I'm going to watch these videos. It still comes down to like the only reason somebody hires me in my company is because they need to get video done. Mm-hmm. Like I am not going to be selling any video packages to a client that, isn't made, that hasn't made the decision to do video. Like yeah. I don't do selling where I'm trying to trick them into like, <laughs> get, do, like you know what I mean? So yeah. it does come from a need. And it, 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 part of it is you need to be there when they're ready. So it is important for you to build up, you know, like write that book, do that YouTube channel, write the blog, you know, whatever you feel most comfortable doing. But you want to build up a library of content, your platform, where your information is about problem solution. Like if you're in the coaching and consulting space, you exist to to solve a particular problem or particular set of problems. So whatever it is that you want to get clients and help them out with, that's what you should be writing about. Mm -hmm. And you should be very clear who your avatar is and write to them um, as if like, you know who they are. And one of the very best ways to do like, okay, it'd be boring for you to keep just talking about content and it's about problem solution. The way to make it magnetic is to add story. So let's say you are a uh, nutritionist that helps people lose weight. And let's be more specific. You help women in the middle ages, like pre-menopause or post-menopause, like lose weight. Okay. You want to be writing about those topics, but you want to be telling stories about Mary about Celeste, right? Right. About how they have transformed themselves, transformed their lives. Like what has happened? Like what problem did they have? You know, what role did you play in that? And what does their life look like now? What we are programmed to Mm -hmm. connect to as humans is story. I mean, before there was a written word, all there was was story. That's Mm -hmm. what we're wired to react to. So it was interesting. Um, couple of weeks ago, Brandon's son, a uh, 20-year-old son, um, came into his room and showed him a, a TikTok video, of all things, of Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. Hmm. And the video was this. He said, you know, three years ago, if somebody asked me what degree should I get, get an engineering degree. You know, he said, every day, including Sunday, like, get an engineering degree because you are going to be developing products that I'm going to end up investing in. He said he's changed his response and he said, I am now advising people to get into the arts and become storytellers because the new economy that has emerged out of the pandemic is that people are looking for authenticity and the storytellers are the ones that are going to win. And so the way to win in marketing, the way to connect your ability to solve this problem is that story. And your public, your marketplace is going to be listening for their story in the stories that you tell. And that's, that's the way mm-hmm. that you really want to be looking at video is, I'm not just going to be a preacher or I'm not just going to be a professor here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how I transform lives. I'm going to tell the stories of either what has happened to me. You know, like we say, if you want to create a really magnetic video. Tell a story of how you, your mm-hmm. life has changed or tell a story of how one of your clients has changed. You yeah. know, like you asked me how feet Stories started. You know, mm-hmm. I could tell you a really boring story that we started in the 2016, but <laughs> I like to tell the story of us, like, I, I was yeah. surprised that I'm in video and I love telling the story because it's, it's interesting. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, you were at Facebook headquarters. That's an interesting yeah. thing to say. Yeah. You know, I also threw in the flavor that, oh, you know, we... You know, everyone that was there that, um, you know, was spending at least a million dollars. Right. Like, in every, okay, that's another nice detail. But, you know, I was standing on a sidewalk outside Facebook headquarters. You know, mm-hmm. I made a phone call and we started a business from a sidewalk. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Exactly. It's much more interesting. So, that's the type of thing you want to, you, you know, you want to weave that into your video. You want to weave that into your blog posts. Like tell stories that make a connection that that is how you are going to stand out because it's not just about information anymore. It's about connection.
0: Yeah. It's it, that that's something I've been really working on. It's a good reminder to keep working on it because I'm not there yet. Uh, but I'm such an ideas driven person. Uh, and I think for anyone that's in the audience that tends to be that way, like a, like Richard Koch, the guy that wrote 8020 said he, he is fascinated by the theology of business. I'm like, that's it in a nutshell. I love the theology of business. The problem is, is if you're fascinated by ideas and you go out to the market and that's what you focus on, like they're just, they don't grab a hold of people like stories do. So I have to constantly remind myself for every idea I want to communicate, do I have a story to back it up?
1: Yeah. and, And it's, it even goes beyond ideas. It's like ideals, right? You actually put yourself at like an arm's length don't you, from your client? If you're only talking about ideals or ideas, like if you don't move them from Mm -hmm. the ideal to the practical, they're never going to want to hire you because they feel like, oh, I get like my inspiration from Matt, but if Mm -hmm. I need something dumb, I'm going to go pay Bob. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like you want to inspire people, but you want them to pay you too. So you always have to turn it like stories are the way to connect the ideal to the practical. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like, why does somebody want to lose weight? Why does somebody want to grow their business? You know, like Mm -hmm. those things, like why, how, like make it practical. That's, that's all things that are communicated through video.
0: Okay. That's super helpful. And I wish we had more time because we're talking about you being an extroverted introvert. And we could probably spend 20 minutes talking about that too. But, uh, uh, what's the best place for people to reach out and connect?
1: Yeah. I'd love people to find us at feedstories.com. That's F-E-E-D. So like feedstoriesplural.com. Uh, we have too many examples on our website of different videos that we do. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing just in terms of like, okay, how, how are you guys going to help us do video? I think the one thing that makes us stand out, Matt, is that we never use a script we never inqu- require our clients to use a script. Hmm. Um, we feel That's like it's conversational talk- interview style, right? Exactly. We yeah. feel like you talk about your business day in day out and yeah. you're going to do a better job having a conversation with us off camera than you were going to have if we were tried to write out a perfect script. So yeah. none of our sessions involve you sitting in front of a camera reading a script. It's about you talking with a director um, and, and having a conversation. And if you don't say things quite right, we cut and you say it again. Mm-hmm. And you look really good because editing makes everybody look good. So, you know, video video is accessible. We're not talking about having to perform. Like we're, we're recording this. I mean, we could mm-hmm. stop. We haven't stopped. You know, we're essentially live here. But if, if we were like if we were to say, Hey, we're going to make a perfect podcast interview. Like if I said, um, or I said something wrong, we could cut and redo it again. You know, that's kind of the thing with video videos is forgiving, So, is. um, yeah, but when you take a look at our site and look at the examples, you're going to see like, it's just normal people, you know, normal, they're not overly pretty. They're not overly like, they're not great orators. They're just people that own businesses that are really, Uh, passionate about what they do and they're able to talk about it in a really effective manner. And we help them look really good in the process. So we'd love to share some examples and we've got all kinds of training and all kinds of free stuff for people there. So feedstories.com would be the best place.
0: Yeah, I love it. And yeah, if you're you're too polished, like I've I've taught one one of my good friends is a cold call prospector and we're talking about someone with 600,000 dials into the bell. He will literally do random things like coughing or or mumbling and things like that because he like you have to be not too polished. Like people can't connect with you if you're too polished. Um, one final yeah. selfish question for you because you work with guys like Perry Marshall and a lot of other really uh, really big names in the space, is there anybody that you look at the way that they run their coaching or consulting business, and and maybe just their their business model, and you and you just go that person's doing it right. Like I admire the business that they've built, the way that they've structured the how their service, their program, the lifestyle they lead around their around their business. Anybody that you look up to, that's just doing a really good job that we could we could model.
1: You know, there's there's a couple, and I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on a couple of clients. Uh, we have a client called uh, Peter Jacobson. Who um, teaches people a way? Um, he, he works with singers, and he helps them create a, a more distinct voice. And we we did a video session with him a number of months ago. And one of the best things about that was when we interviewed his students. You know, people that have gone through this program. It was just really eye opening. When somebody's got a way of teaching that is like outside of the mainstream and people have a real transformative experience, um, I think it's Total Voice and I'm going to blank on it like I wasn't prepared. To, but if you look up uh, <laughs> Peter Jacobson, Total yeah. Voice, you're going to find him. Um, another client we have is Brian Timoney. Uh, he's in the UK and he runs an acting school. And another situation where we, we interviewed a lot of his clients who go through like a year-long program. And this was like the closest thing we've gotten to having polished people on camera, right? They're mm-hmm. actors; they're trained oh, actors.
0: Yeah. That makes sense, right?
1: But yeah. but even in that case, like they still kind of like were a little bit nervous being on camera. But again, what what I loved about that is the amount of people who like talked about the. It's about the transformed experience. These are people like, these are artists, right? So I, you know, one client, you know, they develop singers, it's an art, it's an art form, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Actors, it's a dream, it's a passion for them. Mm-hmm. Um Another really kind of cool client is uh, they're in the golf space. And uh, obviously, you know, I love to golf. So I was like, yeah, we're happy to help you. Um, that's a really low end coaching program. That's like $79 to get into it. Hmm. But one of the cool things there is just, you know, golf is interesting is because you have to appeal to like the person who is like, I just want to shave a stroke or two off of my game. Right. Yeah, I want to hit it longer. Yeah. Right. Right, And the individual, um, my client is is, is more, he's Southern. So he's kind of got that Southern like, oh, shucks type of like demeanor. And he's just so magnetic on camera. Um, They've got thousands of clients. They help so many people. Like, it's just another, like, I didn't give you any famous names because like, Uh they don't impress me right? Like I'm impressed by the individuals that are running really solid businesses in like weird niches, um, things that you just don't really expect. And it's, it's really rewarding to create video for them because like the the stories coming from their clients and, and how much their life has been transformed. It's just really, it's, it's just really cool.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the same kick I, I get out of producing podcasts. Cause I get to be on the ground floor of, yeah. Uh, whittling down what the podcast is going to be about the branding, the ideas, the story, all, all that stuff. Uh, and then then I get the fulfillment of knowing that like we help put you know life-changing content out in the world, which is just, a, yeah. So I get to have fulfillment through the business, and it sounds like you get that same sense of fulfillment through yours. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, I want to honor your time. I know we're running up against it. So I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Feedstories.com, everybody check that out. And um, I'm really glad you're able to join us today. Oh, it's been great, Matt. Great getting to know you.